Are y'all ready? Four of y'all. I'll take it. That's a good night. What book are we in? Philippians. Philippians. And Philippians was written by... uh, Where was Paul when he wrote it? In jail and where? The city of Rome. He was in the city of Rome and he was in jail. Who did he write the book to? The church of Philippi. We wrote it to to the church. Don't miss that. That's a very important important part of this um, text. Now, when I, I shared this two weeks ago. When we approach Scripture, especially on our own, where we're reading, because sometimes we are like, man, I read the word, I just didn't get anything out of it. I gave you a little guide to help you when you see the word. What what do you ask yourself? You remind yourself that you're a what? You're a sheep. Okay, you're a sheep. So when you you get text and you begin to read through the text, uh, what did the A stand for? When when you say I am a sheep, what does A st- stand for? What do you look for? You give me the first one. Thank you. Uh, attribute of God. Wh- what does that mean? A ca- yeah, it, it's a fact about God, right? It's a character of God. It's a fact about. Is there something about God I can learn from this text? First thing we ask. Don't don't put it up yet. What's S? What what what's the S? Sin to what? To forsake, right? Sin to forsake. That means there's a sin that it talks about that we that 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 we need to avoid. We need not to do. What what was the H? Habit to make. Okay, there's a habit. There's something in here that's good to be a part of your life. This would be very good for you. Pray without ceasing. There's something. It's a command a lot of times that we need to make as a part of our life. What what was the first E? There's two of them, so you might get a mix up. The first was what? Example to follow. Is someone in the text, someone's life in the text, an example for us to, to follow, to be like him? Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. What 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 was the E? Err to avoid. You know, sometimes the Word of God tells us things that aren't necessarily sins, but they're things that can lead to sins. It says, uh, it says uh, he who walks with the wise is wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. So, so, so don't hang around with fools. It's, if you're around fools, that's not a sin, but it can lead you to sin real quick. So that's an error to avoid. What was the P? Pro- promise to claim. Okay, is there something in the Word of God that God says that He will do? And we can go, ah, this is what the Word of God says for me to follow. So don't forget, when you take and you approach the Word of God, those six things, whatever text you ever approach, start with the A, though. Always look to see where God is at in the passage, because you will see how big and how great and how powerful and loving God is. So, A sheep. Don't forget that, A sheep. So, um, we're going to jump into our text. It's uh, found in Philippians chapter 4, and we're going to stand in honor of God's Word. And we're just going to read a couple of verses here. Uh, some that we, we hit on last week and going into a, a new part this week. In verse uh, 4 4, it says this Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word. I uh, thank you so much for this text. Uh, God, there's a truth here. Uh, that many in this room need to hear, uh, and not just hear it with the, their their ears, but hear it with with their hearts. Um, God, help us to understand how great you are, 
and how much we need you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, have a seat. It's interesting. A lot of times when I prepare, I'm trying to, I've got some notes. I've worked on it all week. And I had this, this text all worked out. And I was actually going to preach through, through verse 9. And um, when I came in, I got stuck at verse 5. And I really couldn't get past verse 5. And uh, so Mike and I got to talk. And we were talking about it. And I said, Mike, there, 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 there's a truth in here that if we don't understand this truth, we miss so much of, of, of what Christianity is all about. And the truth is found in five words in this text. Uh, and it's it's we we left off with last week in the start of verse five. Let your reasonableness be known reasonableness be known to everyone. And then it says this: the Lord is at hand. Another way to say it: the Lord is near. Do we understand the importance of that in our lives? Without that truth in our lives. We will never stand against anything in this world that's against God. We will fall every time. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. As you look at this text and you go, I'm a sheep. What's this thing? It's, it's, a, it's a faithful God who's, who's always near. That's what God is, is always near. Um, last week, we talked about rejoice, Lord, always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your great graciousness, let your gracious humility be known to all. So I've got a question for you for the group. Don't have to respond out. Just think about this. How's that worked out for you this week? We talked about drama this this past week. And one thing I know about it, whenever I speak about a text or a truth or something we need to apply in our lives, I know we all apply it. And then I know there's not been an ounce of drama within our group, I'm sure, right? I wish. Man, that'd be nice. And we know that drama is going to be around. My question to you is, how have you done with it? Because drama is going to be around, but the Word of God says, let your gracious humility be known to all. That means they don't deserve my forgiveness, but God forgave me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive them. They don't deserve my love, but God loves me, and through God, I'm going to love them. Sometimes we look at these things and go, man, it's, it's not my fault. It's just these things won't fix themselves. I've got two new rules for our youth group. Is that cool? First rule is this. Be kind. Fair enough, right? You think that? Second rule. If someone's not kind, stop them or tell me. That's it. If you want help, man, I want to help. I want to help. But we won't move anywhere unless the group understands your job, everybody in this room's job, gracious humility. That means forgiveness. That means love. They don't, but they don't deserve it. I, I know. I know. I don't either. You don't either. Man, let's, let's practice this. Because when a world sees that, man, they're going to go, mm. That's what I want a taste of that in my life. I, I need that in my life. Do we agree? Yeah? So we came to this text, and it says, and it's just to me the whole crux of this whole text, it says the Lord is at hand or the Lord is near. Now, in order to believe or at least even have this text affect you at all, that the Lord is near, the Lord is at hand, in order to, for it to affect you, you've got to first believe that God is real. 
right? Because if you don't think God's real or don't really care if God's real or not, then the Lord's at hand, that has no effect on you. So, so it brings us back to, is, is God real or is he a, a crutch or some phantom that man has made up to get through or cope with life? That's, that's what some people in this world believe. And, and, and I would be a fool to think that there weren't even youth in this room that sort of believe that or are struggling through the issue. I, I understand. And I think struggling through an issue is, is not always a bad thing. I think your faith grows a lot of times when you struggle through an issue. I challenge you, though, to struggle through it and don't give up on it. Ask God, God, show yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. Let me understand. Ask questions to people. We don't have all the answers. I don't have all, all of them. I know you think, but Pastor Dan is so wise. I know, but I don't, I don't have all the answers. But I've got some of them. Uh, and, and if there's some we, I don't have, I'll work with you through them. In the book of Romans 1, uh, Paul addresses uh, this issue of um, do you believe God's real or not? And this is what it says in, in, in Romans 1. I think I've got the words on the screen. Romans 1 verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness un- and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Verse 19, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Okay, so this thing, God has revealed and shown himself even to unrighteous men. And it says this, for his invi- invisible attributes, there's that word we had as for a sheep, attributes, his characteristics, namely his eternal power and divine na- 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 nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in things that have been made. So uh, they are without excuse. God says, hey, unrighteous men, if they will just look around in the world that we have, if they just look around enough, they're going to go, man, God is real. So my challenge for you this is look around. Now, um, have you ever been amazed before? Anybody have, ever here? Some of you, you're about to be asleep right now, not amazed. Okay, so if, you know, it's neat. We, who here, um, when, let me get, make sure I get this name right. Who here uh, saw the super wolf blood wolf zombie lunar eclipse moon? I added one word in there, but it just felt like it fit, right? So, so this it was last week, about nine days ago. It, it was actually the it was called the Super Wolf Blood Lunar Eclipse Moon, is what it was. And uh, am I right? Yeah. Okay. If I'm wrong, if I'm not, you're wrong. So whatever. Uh, and so it's twelve o'clock at night ish. That's not the exact time, but somewhere around there. My whole clan had gone to sleep except for me. And Noah, and it was like minus four degrees outside. It felt like it was freezing. And we walked, we run outside, we look up from reports, and, and, and it's, it's starting to, to turn red, sort of dim. And I've got a shot of what the super moon looks like. And, um, and, uh, and so, so this is what it was at the, the, the lunar apex when, when it was really it's covered by the shadow of the earth. And so we're looking up at it, and what's pretty cool is live, I'm looking at it, and Noah's beside me. We're like, man, this is pretty cool. And he's like, yeah. And I said, son, does that look like it's a, a meteor that's hurt, hurt, hurtling through the sky straight at, at, at us? Because it did. And he said, yep. So we went inside at, at that point because we didn't want to die. Uh, but it wasn't a meteor. Our house was okay. Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> do you know 
how long it takes for a moon to, to go all the way, orbit all the way around the Earth. Anybody know? That's right, that's right. It's tw- tw- yeah, that's very good. It's, it's 27 days, 7 hours, four, 43 minutes, and 11 and a half sec- seconds. That's how long it takes for it to go one time around the Earth. Do you know the Earth, the moon doesn't sit still. It rotates itself, right? It spins. Okay, does that make sense? So it's going this way, but it's also doing this. How long does it take for the moon to spin one time around? Also 27 days. Thank you. Thank you, Andre. You, you. It actually, to be exact, it takes 27 days, 7 hours, 43 minutes, and 11 and a half seconds. Because of that fact, we always see the exact same side of the moon. It never changes. All the way around the earth, it's spinning slowly as it orbits around. But there's a dark side of the moon. You've heard of the dark side of the moon? Because it's always dark. Because of the way it spins. That's pretty wild, right? Is that not, does not, not, I've seen like four of you go, I don't understand. But it's happening, Right? Another thing about them. Who here has seen a solar eclipse? Yeah, okay. And there was one like a year and a half ago on August 21st, a great day because it was my wife's birthday. And for her birthday, I had a solar eclipse that year uh, that occurred. Uh, And we drove up not very far in the cloudy weather to see a dim something. It was beautiful, wasn't it? No. So this is what it's supposed to look like on, on, on a clear day, right? Is the moon the same size as the sun? No. Okay, does it look like it's the same size? Okay, the, the, the sun is 400 times larger than the moon. And the sun is, thank you, thank you. And, and the sun is also 400 times further away from the earth, from the, the moon is, from, you know, so it's 400 times. Because of that, we see that. For his inv- invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nat- nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and things that have been made so that they are without excuse. It takes so much more faith to not believe in God than it does to believe in God. That's just chance. That's just chance. Oh, whoa, what just worked out? Why does it only work out here on earth? Why is earth the only zone where life seems to be able to work out? And there might be a a day they find another place, and I I don't know who, what, but I do know this. There are so many things in this world that you look around and see, and you you go, well, I don't believe in God. You're crazy. You, You have so much more faith than I have. Because I look around at these things, and I go, there's gotta be a God. There's so much order. It all works. It, 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 it could not have come by chance. The, the odds just don't work out that way. Good news. God is not only real, but he's near. Okay, God's not only real, but he's near. Now, uh, <clears throat> one day back in high school, I was actually out of high school. I was 18. I'm riding around in my sports car. Uh, 280Z is a 1977 280Z, it was sweet uh, at the time, and um, 
uh, we won't talk anymore about it. And, and, and I drove it really safe and slow. And um, so I, I'm, I'm, I, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big guy at the time. I'm about six, two and a half, six, three, about 50, about you know, 150 pounds. So I was really skinny. And uh, a little bit skinnier than I am now, barely skinnier than I am now. And um, so I'm riding around in this car, and my friend and I, uh, Gary, I told you about Gary last week. Ooh, you're like, ooh, Gary. What? This is about, this is about six, six months past that incident from last week. Okay, so I'm 18 at the time. I'm going with Gary. We're going to meet at McDonald's for bur- 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 breakfast because I don't think Chick-fil-A existed or only a few of them did at the time. And, um, and so we're, we're, we're going to go meet there. I'm not sure why we're in two cars because we used to ride together all the time. We're going to meet there and go someplace else. And so we live next door to each other. He was just a few doors down. And so I drive and he's behind me. I see him getting his truck and I'm in the sports car, a little sports car. He's in this big, uh, this jacked up F-150 Ford pickup truck, you know, just big one. I mean, it was like, had a, like a foot lift, like 16 inch lift on it, big old tires. And so we're, we're, we're going, I sort of maybe zipped around in my car a, 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 a little bit and I, I might've cut a guy off. I don't really remember. Maybe I've just blacked it out. Um, but there's this another teenager like age guy in a small little truck and, and he is ticked at me. And evidently I've like, I've ticked him off and I've slapped his mom at the same time. Cause he is like mad honking, yelling. And I'm pulling into the place where we're about to eat I'm still in the drive. I haven't parked my car, and he's like on my rear end, yelling, honking. So I, I put the car in park right there because I'm not going to share Christ, but I'm just going to go deal with the situation. I'm just going to go talk, talk to the guy. So I get out of my car, and this guy's getting out, and he looks like he's about to throw down at me. And you know, I'm pretty big at times, you know, not really. And um, um, and so as I as I turn to go towards the guy as he's getting out of the car. I don't notice, but my friend Gary has pulled up behind his truck. And my, my friend had a train horn on his truck. And so as this guy's com- coming at me, Gary lays on the horn. And this guy messes everything up, I'm sure. Because he about hits the ground, and, and, and Gary just leans out. And Gary's a little guy. He's like six. Six two two thirty five, just ripped uh, uh, football guy, and he's like, "Boy, you better get back in your truck." <laughs> and man, that guy scrambled that truck and took off. That 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 makes y'all feel a little bit better about uh, about Gary. Y'all, you know what? I was glad that Gary was near. I didn't know what was going to happen, and I forgot that Gary was just a few cars back from me, so I thought, oh, this could get bad south. But, man, when he hit that horn and that guy, (laughs) I was like, oh, thank you, Gary. And it's great to have friends like that, friends that you can count on, but it dwarfs in comparison to understanding that the creator of the universe, I say it a few times to make it stick, universe, the creator of the universe is near. And he's not only near this giver of life, he's in control, and a big word for that is sovereign. 
that when things feel like they're wrecking all around you, do you know God's near and he's in control? That he's, he's got this? How can we, it says rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. How can we rejoice when, God, when, when life is difficult? Because God's near. That even though it's, it's hard, I understand this truth. God is near. How can I re- rejoice, uh, or how can we forgive and have gracious humility for those that don't deserve it? Because God is near. You know, The next part of this text where we were, we're going to go, but we aren't tonight, but it says, be anxious for nothing. How, how can we not worry so much about stuff? Because God, God is near. God has got this. And this concept of God being near in the Old Testament was huge. To the Jews, this was huge. All they wanted to do was be near to God, but they had a problem. And their problem was called what? Sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, sin. Do I say it loud? No, what if it's wrong? Sin. Yeah, sin. Their problem was sin. Just like us, they had this problem of sin. Now look at this uh, diagram of a... Of a of, a, of the Jewish temp, temple. Now, I, I, I want you to see some things because they wanted to be near to God. God is here in the holy of ho, 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 holies in the tab, tab, tabernacle. Their, their greatest place they could be is right here. That's where they wanted to be with God. But sin was an issue. Now, now the gent, Gentile, what's a gent, Gentile is what? A non-Jew, okay? They're a God-fearing non-Jew, if they were here at the temple. They were allowed to be in this outer court right here. This is where they were allowed to go. Sort of almost like the outside of the, the temple. That's where they were allowed to be. Now, the, the, the women, ladies, don't get mad. It's just the way that the, the times were. They could be in this court right here. These are the, the Jewish women. God's there. This is sort of where they could get to. Now, the Jewish men could get right here. This was their court, and it also came along the sides here some. The, then there was the court of the priests that were right here. And then one day a year, on a day called Yom Kippur, which is on October 9th of this year. So when that date comes, you'll know what it is. One priest was allowed to go into the Holy of Holies, and he would make a sacrifice for the the nation of Israel. And it says that, and just right here where this line is, there was a big curtain. But don't think it was like a like a shower curtain. It's it's it was like thirty or forty pieces of fabric that were sewn together that were over three feet wide. That the priest, when he went through it, had to weave his way. And as he weaved his way, he'd get lost in it before he made it to the, the uh, other side. So the light from in there wouldn't make it to the outside. He would weave his way. The high priest would go in one time a year. Some say they would tie a rope to his leg in case he was, had sinned against God. And they would dr- 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 drag him out. A lot of the scholars of the day believe that that, that was, was not the case. But it could have been because it was too hard to pull him through the curtain because they said the curtain was so thick. He would go in and he would make a sac- 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 sacrifice one time a year for the people of Israel. And he would take this, this urn thing that, that would, would, would smoke and it would go in front of his eyes so that his eyes wouldn't even look at 
God fully. He could only see God and his, his power through the smoke because they said if he looked at God without smoke that he would die because God was so great compared to the sinfulness of, 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 of man. So that was the goal of where they wanted to be. They wanted to be in relationship with God, but they weren't in right relationship with God because of what? Sin. Okay, good. Are you with me still? I know that was sort of like, man, that felt like school. It was, but y'all did great with it. But you know what's great about that story? Everything changed. Everything changed. And John, it says in John 1, 14, that God became man and dwelt among us. Now, now John, verse 9 through 12, and if you're like, man, I know I need to read the word. I'm not sure where to start. The book of John. Can I encourage you? Just start slowly reading through the book of John. Ask those six things that I, I shared. Great book for you to be in because I think John gives a beautiful picture of who G, 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 Jesus is. Now, this is what it says in, in verse 9 of John 1. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not, did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. He came to the Jews, and they did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Verse 14 goes on to say, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as the only son of, from the Father, full of grace and truth. That is the essence of the gospel. That is the good news that... God, who we, who we had broken relationship with because we chose to sin, that God came to earth in, in the form of his son, Jesus. He came to earth, lived a sinless life, and was put to death on the cross. And his death, he didn't have to pay for his own sins. He paid for it because he had no sin in his life. His death was as a sacrifice, as, as the high, high priest went one time a year, as a sacrifice, he, he lived a life without sin to die for a pen, 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 penalty for all sin for all who believed in him. That's the, the power and the grace of the gospel. Um, we don't deserve it. We don't earn it. You're not good enough. You're not going to be good enough. It's a gift. Do not miss that. The gospel is a gift. In Matthew 27, it says... It says um, in verse 50 and, 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 and 51, when Jesus died on the cross, uh, 50 says, And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. That's that same curtain we just spoke about that was three feet thick. That was, that was, that was to keep man out because their sin, they couldn't be... Uh, Around God, and it says the curtain was torn from top to bottom, not bottom to top. Why? Because God tore it, man didn't. God said, We do not need this now. And from that point on, God became near. And with God near, it changes everything. You might be saying right now, and, and you know, my text changed so much of what I was going to preach. This about we're about near at the end, but this is what I want to ask you. And you may ask yourself, or you may say, I want God to be, to be near me. Okay, I want God to be near me. What do I do? What do I do? James 4, 7 and 8 says this. 
Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. So what do, do you do? First thing is this, God, I'm yours. Y'all sing a song at the end there. And I think sometimes we sing songs, but we don't really think about the words that we sing. But this was the song, I surrender. I surrender. Right? I want to know you. Was it more? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I surrender. Do you really, do you, you mean that? Because the first step to being near to God, you've got to su- surrender to him. First, you, ad- you ad- admit your sin, and you-, you see who God is, and your separation from him. And the o- only way to God is through a relationship with Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that he made, because his sacrifice was enough for everybody. First thing, God, I'm yours. Second, repent and turn away from your sins. You, you, you might have had faith in Christ for a few years now, but man, you might have struggled this way or, or that way, and God says, you know what? Repent means, means you see that sin and you turn away from it and you walk away. You confess and repent. God, I'm sorry for my sin. Sometimes we c- confess and we stay. And that doesn't change a thing, but when we confess and repent, we're moving away from it. And sometimes, many times, we need help to get away from that sin. And as I shared before, a lot of times we go to our friends, our peers, to get that help. But a lot of our peers are in the same boat that we're in, and, and they don't know how to get out of this, this pit or that pit. And sometimes you've got to be willing to ask somebody else, someone who's older and wiser and experienced, who you trust. I see Pastor Chris in the back. If you don't want to come to me, go, go to him. Somebody that you can go, man, can you help me? Or, man, God wants me to get past this. What do I do? Sometimes we need help. Go for wisdom. <clears throat> so God, I'm yours. You submit yourself to God. Then resist the devil and he will flee. You know, repent, turn from sin. And three, draw near to God. How do you draw near to God? You pray. You practice. And know what that means? What the word of God tells you to do, you do. You, you, you practice it in your life. When he says to be kind, you be kind. When you have gracious humility, you have gracious humility. You for, forgive. Well, I for, forgave him so many times. How many times do I have to for, forgive him? And it's like 70 times 7. I mean, just, just keep on for, forgive. Love him. You don't have to turn your back to him. doesn't say trust him and let him stab you in the back of him. But love him. Know that sin is, is, is winning. Prayer practice being under godly preaching that's so important and personal devotion you getting in the word as you get in the word ask yourself these things keep a notebook and and as you've read through first john one 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 through five write about the things you, you see about god or even questions that you might have i don't i'm not quite sure what this means Ask these things. We've got to dig into the word. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. The great news is this. God will draw near to you. When life is mean and hard, how do you get through it? God is near. If you don't know God, can I tell you this? I don't know how you get through it. 
I've talked to a lot who have lived without hope and they are too stubborn to turn to him. And I'm praying that, that some will. We'll see the greatness of them. That when they look at the moon, they'll go, hmm, how does that work the way it does? It's got to have had help. Chance doesn't work that way. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank, thank you for much, so much for these uh, students and adults that are in this room. Uh, and, and Lord, I thank you that you are not a God who, who made us and just, just sends us off just to, to, to crash. But you love us, you seek us, you pursue us, you don't give up on us, you discipline us, you fight for us. Lord, help us to wake up, help us to love each other. Lord, help us all, even adults in this, help us to be kind wherever we go. And may that, that light, that, may the world see our good deeds, and by our good deeds, may they see you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.